come at 11 a.m., and we're going to kick off our Shavuot picnic by observing a tradition that has been kept among our people for generations. And that tradition is to read the Aseret Hadibrot, the Ten Commandments, or the Ten Words. Clarine will be chanting this festival Torah portion while we stand and listen. Usually when the Torah is read on Shabbat, as we did this morning, the congregation sits and listens intently. But on the day of Shavuot, the tradition is to stand. So this morning, I would like to focus on this ancient custom of standing on Shavuot. And I would like to make three points about what it means. First, we stand as our forefathers did. Second, we stand as an expression of honor. And third, we stand because we are invited into the presence of God. Let's begin with number one. We stand as our forefathers did. The older I get, the more I am aware that I am profoundly connected to my ancestors. In Japan, this sense of connectedness to the ancestors is very strong. As an example, Harumi grew up in a Shinto and Buddhist household in the countryside of Japan, where it was very important to remember and honor the ancestors. In fact, the grave, the graves of our ancestors on Harumi's side of the family are all on a family plot of land close to the house. And it is it is considered proper and, and customary to regularly take care of the gravesite as an expression of honoring the ancestors and feeling a connectedness to them. And by the way, because of that, you can't sell your house. Because if you do, guess what? You're selling your ancestors. So, as a result, people stay on the same property for generations after, you know, and generations for hundreds of years because there is this ethic of caring for the ancestors. When Miriam was very little, we moved to Japan for a year. And Miriam loved hearing this little bell that her great-grandmother would ring every morning and evening in the house. Why did Harumi's grandmother ring this bell? Because she was calling the ancestors to let them know that she was about to honor them with prayers and offerings of food that she placed on an altar to the ancestors in the house. One evening, Harumi and I were in the kitchen around the time that her grandmother would usually call the ancestors. All of a sudden, we heard the bell ringing louder and louder, much louder than usual. And rather it being a little ring, the bell was ringing over and over and over. It was odd enough that Harumi looked into it, and sure enough, there was Miriam ringing the bell and calling the ancestors with a big smile on her face. 
Her grandmother also was very happy because she was thrilled Miriam was calling the ancestors. Harumi eventually pulled Miriam away from the bell, and we had to explain to her that though it is good to honor our ancestors as followers of the God of Israel, at the same time, we should not be calling them or speaking to them or sacrificing to them. Miriam, to say the least, was not happy. <laughs> this said, though, there is something very biblical about the close connection that Japanese people feel to their ancestors. And it is something that we American diaspora Jews and we American Gentile followers of Yeshua can learn from. What does all of this have to do with Shavuot? On the first day of Shavuot, we stand remembering that we are linked to the generations before us. Our ancestors stood on Mount Sinai before the Lord. They stood before the glory of the Lord, and they saw the Kol Adonai, the voice of the Lord. By standing on Shavuot, when we hear the ten words read, we are saying, Am Yisrael Chai, the people of Israel live. We have survived. We are the descendants of those who actually stood at Sinai, and we are standing too. Behold, door of a door. In every generation, there are those who try to knock us down for the count. But we always get right back up because we have a divine mission to fulfill, to be a holy nation, a priestly nation that is filled with the Ruach HaKodesh and shines God's glory to the world. Standing on Shavuot not only looks to the past, but it also looks to the future. It says we are committed to passing the covenant on to our children and our children's children. Our children will stand on Shavuot just as we and our ancestors have done for generations. So let's all get ready to stand tomorrow while Clarine recites the Aseret Hadibrot, the ten words. All right, Clarine, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> We're looking forward to it. And this brings us to my second point, and that is that we stand as an expression of honor. The Torah describes what it was like for our people to stand at the foot of Mount Sinai. We are told in Exodus chapter 20, verses 18 through 21, when all the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the sound of the shofar, and the mountain smoking, they were afraid and trembled and stood at a distance, and said to Moshe, you speak to us and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us or we will die. Moshe said to the people, do not be afraid, for God has come only to test you and to put the fear of him upon you so that you do not sin. Then the people stood at a distance. 
Vayamod Ha'am Merachok. While Moshe drew near to the thick darkness where God was. Why did the people stand at a distance? The context implies that the people realized, they realized, their eyes were opened, their ears were opened to the reality that they were in the presence of the king of the universe, that they were in the presence of the living God. Standing was an expression of honor. We see this again in Exodus chapter 33, verse 10, where we are told, when all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would rise and then bow down, all of them, at the entrance of their tent. I think it's very interesting that it doesn't say, and they all fell to the ground. It says, and they all rose, and then they bowed down. Rising or standing in the presence of God was an expression of honor. We see the same principle put forward in the Torah when it comes to honoring the elderly. We are told in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 32, and let's all uh, say this together in English, Rise in the presence of the aged. One more time. Rise in the presence of the aged. Oh, I see David Ween putting this into practice here. Oh, before Robert, I see. Okay. Mipne seva takum. Standing in the presence of an older person communicates honor. And the Lord is the oldest person of all. Therefore, we stand before him. Harumi's grandmother is 100 years old. 100. Everyone should rise when she enters the room. We want to develop a culture of honor here at Tikvat Israel. And this begins at Shavuot where we learn to stand before the Lord. When we honor God by standing before him, we set the precedent for honoring others who carry God's authority, whether they be parents or teachers or the president of the United States or shamashim or elders. As Paul says in Romans chapter 13, verse 7, Give everyone what you owe him. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. We have a problem, my friends, in the United States, and that is that there's a general lack of respect and honor for those who are in authority. Would you agree? We may disagree with the President of the United States on various issues, but we should always be respectful in how we speak of him. Some time ago, I realized that I had gotten into the habit of referring to the President of the United States by his last name. 
which is common in the media and on the street and in the public square. I would talk about Bush's policies or Obama's policies. And one day I felt the Lord convicted me that it was disrespectful for me to do this. Now, I'm not saying it's disrespectful for everyone to do this, but I felt the Lord was speaking to me and convicting me that it was disrespectful for me to do this. Because typically, I don't call people by their last name. I don't say, hey, Ramos, <laughs> or hey, Brown. Typically, I don't. I say, you know, hi, Robert. Hi, Lloyd. From that point on, I always said President Bush's policies or President Obama's policies as a sign of respect for the office that each of these presidents have held. It was the same principle that caused our people to stand at the foot of Mount Sinai. It was as though the Lord had entered the room. It was as though the oldest living person in the universe had entered the room. That is why we stand when the ark is opened during our Shabbat service. And that is why we stand on Shavuot when we listen to the Ten Commandments being read. It is an expression of honor to listen to the voice of the Lord being spoken through his word. And this brings us to my final point. We stand because we are invited into the presence of God. There was once a president of the United States who was Jewish. He called his mom and invited her to come to the White House for a Pesach Seder. His mom refused to go saying that she had other plans. The president, her son, said he would provide a Secret Service escort and a ride on Air Force One. Mom, just pack a bag, he said. Eventually, she agreed to come to the Passover Seder at the White House, carrying a box of matzah in one hand and her valise in the other. She carefully walked down her front steps holding the railing, and waiting at the curb for the secret service to arrive. While she was waiting, her neighbor walked by and asked her, So, where are you going, Matilda? The Jewish mother replied, You know, my son the doctor? I'm going to his brother's house. <laughs> On Shavuot, we stand, we stand in the presence of God because God, the King of the universe, the awesome one, the oldest living person in the universe, has invited us into his presence. That is greater than the President of the United States inviting us to the White House. In this sense, we are like the angels, the malachim of God, who are invited into the throne room of God and stand in his presence. The father of Yochanan, John, the immerser, the Baptist, before there were Baptists, 
His father's name was Zechariah. One day an angel appeared to him and said to Zechariah in Luke chapter 1, verse 19, he said, I am Gabriel, Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. Ha'omed lifnei ha'elohim. Significantly, he doesn't say, I am Gabriel, Gabriel, and I am a powerful celestial being. Or I am Gabriel, and I am as bright as the sun. What he boasts about to Zechariah, what he shares as his credentials, what he refers to as, as the greatest credential one can provide. What is most special about him, he says, is I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. I think this is a very powerful statement, and it is one that all of us here can make if we are followers of the Messiah. And not just Gabriel, all of us can make this statement. Why is that? It is because following Yeshua ushers us into the presence of God, my friends. How do I know this? Well, let's look at a couple of scriptures. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 17, he says, and let's all read this together, in Messiah, we speak as persons of sincerity, as persons sent from God and standing in his presence. The writer of Hebrews says that Yeshua ushers us into the presence of God. He writes in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 22, and let's all say this together. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Yeshua, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is, his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith. These scriptures indicate that if we are followers of the Messiah Yeshua, we can say the same thing that the angel Gabriel said. I stand in the presence of God. And if we are not followers of Yeshua, but want to be, if what we have been talking about has caused within anyone here to want to be a follower of Yeshua, if we want to be able to stand in the presence of God, I want to invite you to pray with me right now. You can repeat after me quietly in your heart. You don't have to come forward. You don't have to stand up. You don't have to raise your hand. But you can repeat with me, after me quietly in your heart. Lord, I want to be a follower of Yeshua. I believe that Yeshua is the Messiah and that he died for my sins. And that through his sacrifice, he made a way for me 
to draw closer to you. He is my Kohen, my priest in the heavens, and through him I can stand in your presence, O God. I can stand in your presence, in your Beit HaMikdash, your holy temple. I have counted the cost of following Yeshua, and I'm willing to give everything. I praise you for sending Yeshua into this world and into my life. And in his name, I pray to you. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you are committed to following Yeshua the Messiah, know that you can enter into the throne room of God because of the love of God for you. You can enter into the heavenly Mishkan, where all the angels stand before the presence of the king of the universe, the oldest living person in the universe, the eternal one, our maker, our savior. And now let us all make the confession that the angel Gabriel made, but use our names instead of his name. Let us all say out loud the words of Luke chapter 1, verse 19, but filling in the blank with our own names. All right? One, two, three. Everyone, I am David. I stand in the presence of God. One more time. I am David. I stand in the presence of God. One more time. I am David. I stand in the presence of God. On Shavuot, when we stand listening to the ten words, we are declaring as Messianic Jews and as Messianic Gentiles that we stand because we have been invited into the presence of God. Shavuot is all about celebrating the giving of the Torah, Matan Torah. But an even greater gift than the giving of the Torah is that our Father in heaven welcomes us, and, and that is every single one of us, without exception. There is no one here who that us does not include. Our Father in heaven welcomes us to stand in his presence. As Yochanan says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, and let's all say this together, how great is the love the Father has lavished on us. Today we have talked about standing on Shavuot, and I had three points. First, we stand as our forefathers did. Second, we stand as an expression of honor. And third, we stand because we are invited into the presence of God. Let's pray. 
Avinu Sheba Shemayim.